KC Fantasy Hour. We're back. It is championship weekend in your fantasy football leagues. Two-thirds of us are in the studio tonight. Uh, I am Mike Bernier. I am joined uh, by the co-champion of the... Uh, what did he name the league this well, year? Hold on. Know. Not co-champion. We're co-money. Sorry. We're in the money co- together. Co- We're in the money together. We still have a... We still have a uh, Co-mingling you know, of, of financial matter. decisions. Yes. Uh, in the Venmo only league, uh, Craig Horn. That would be me. Um. So also also one weekend, of the finals in our our vampire league as well. Uh, yes, he eliminated me in that one um, because, well, fucking Josh Jacobs, Jamar Chase, uh, somebody else all fucking decided to get hurt the week before. Leaving me with Marquez Valdez Scantling as my only real option to play, uh, that really sucked. Yeah, Kamara sit to bed for this me the, in three leagues, but honestly, this is the first week in the Vampire League that I actually really kind of got bitten by the injury bug. I had ran fairly well. That a lot of my guys, like when Chase was dinged up, I had three or four guys that were scoring religiously that I could have put in in that spot um this week though unfortunately it, it shook out the way that it did with uh all week everyone was like okay Josh Jacobs is gonna play Josh Jacobs is gonna play and then uh right before uh kickoff they declared him inactive um I like to thank the Las Vegas Raiders for that decision um I'll, I'll say that right here on the show um because with without uh, that situation occurring, um, my teammate in the dynasty league, which uh, I was able to squeak by Ryan. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes with the uh, Brock Purdy gate. Um, my, my teammate made a, a text message decision. He said, uh, you want to go with Zamir white over Odell Beckham jr. In our flex spot, uh, which I said, yeah, fire it off. Uh, whatever you felt he felt comfortable with. And uh, he went with Zamir white who went off for uh for 17 points, um, and I needed all 17 of them as I was able to uh, squeak by Ryan, a valiant effort. Um, But when Brock Purdy throws that many interceptions, I needed all of the Zamir White points that I could get. Um, I I understand he gets credit for four interceptions, but I really only feel like two of those were really his fault. Um, I, I don't know what the fuck was going on last night. It it was that whole game was really weird. Um, I'm also going to be that guy. Uh, everyone today on major outlets, you know, Lamar Jackson had an MVP breakthrough game. Um, guys, uh, he took advantage of a short field like three times. Let 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 let's calm the fuck down. I get it. Vegas is putting him out as the favorite. You want to know why? Because there was a lot of money bet on Lamar Jackson after last night's game. It's easy to be the favorite. There are not people that are betting on Brock Purdy today. There are not people that are betting on, you know, some of those other guys. Um, I think if there's someone who made a case for themselves to be the MVP last night, it happened in that game, but it was not Lamar Jackson. It was Christian McCaffrey. Um. Quarterback struggling, 
found a way to keep him in a ball game for a while until the, the turnovers became too much. He ran the ball effectively. He caught the ball out of the backfield effectively. Um, this this is one of those where I'm not I'm not that big guy that you know I, I've come to the conclusion in, in in my heart of hearts that the most valuable player award in the National Football League should just be renamed the NFL Quarterback of the Year award because the likelihood of them ever giving it to a running back or a wide receiver is somewhere between the exact opposite of what I am, which is slim, because I am not slim. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the day, um, neither am I. Um, and here's the just thing. Look, just looking at Lamar's stats right now. Um, 3,357 passing yards. Mm-hmm. He's got a 66 completion rate. rate. Mm-hmm. He's thrown 19 mm-hmm. touchdowns and seven picks. So okay. it's almost a three to one. Um, he's got a QBR of 63. Uh, listen, they. I I will say this, and I realized it when I watched their first game, the whole game when they played Seattle. Mm-hmm. They are without a doubt the best team in football, but it's all because of their defense. They have a. They went into Santa Clara last night and beat the shit out of what was the best team in the NFC. And if Purdy is hurt and Trent Williams are hurt, they're fucked. Um, but that defense is intense. They're ball hawks. They're fast. They're really, really fast. And what do you need in the playoffs? Great defense and a run game. Lamar's having a great season for how great their team is doing. He's not an MVP candidate by no shot of the imagination. It's their, it's all their defense. You take away their defense, and a guy who's thrown 19 touchdowns in 16 games is not leading you to the playoffs. They have an inconsistent run game. They haven't had anybody healthy all season. They lost Mark Andrews. I, you know, Lively has stepped up, but Zay Flowers has been banged up. They've um, lost every uh, running back that they've had on the roster. Odell's been hurt. But their defense has been the constant on that team. Yeah, you know, it, I, I, it would be like it would be like a, you know when Seattle won. Oh, it was all Russell Wilson? Absolutely not. All the defense. And you know, when you look at this Baltimore team, you know, and we faced them twice. Um, I, I, there's nothing that this offense does that's earth shattering to me. Um, they're effective. They 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 don't. I mean, they're they're still vulnerable for mistakes. Um, listening to tonight's huddle up proper over at the, over on the feed, uh, if you haven't already listened to this week's episode, for so, for some reason, people thought that this game was a coming out party for Lamar Jackson. Um, he he proved that he was not a run first quarterback. I I'm sorry. I I feel that in the first half of that game, the exact opposite transpired he was able to keep drives alive for them because of his running ability his running ability got him in trouble early in the first half whenever he took the safety because what what was the reason to take a 67 yard drop 
try to run away from Chase Young, to trip over an official on a play that if you just literally, when you're at the seven, just run this way and throw the ball out of play, you don't take the safety. But instead, Mm -hmm. Lamar tries to make a play happen because he's the greatest quarterback in the NFL this year, according to major media outlets. That's what they want. It's what the NFL wants. You, you want to, you, okay. You want to tell me that Lamar Jackson has been the most athletic quarterback this year? Fine. We can have that sure. conversation. I will give you that. He has kept drives alive with his legs. He has kept drives alive by rolling out of the pocket and moving with the flow and trying to keep plays alive long enough for guys to get open down the field. Fine. But let's stop this narrative that he, he's this great thrower. I mean, in a game where they handed them the football countless times inside their own red zone, he was 23 of 35 for 252 and two touchdowns. He ran seven times for 45 yards. He was the leading rusher on the team. Thank you. They had to settle. They had to settle for three Justin Tucker field goals because of plays that I'm sorry. He had an opportunity at the second half to put his put put his foot on the throat and kill the San Francisco 49ers before the half. And they pissed that drive away and had to settle for a field goal to go up by four. I, I'll be the first one to sit here and tell you right now, Brock Purdy, 18 of 32, 255 and four picks. If he throws Two picks instead of four. This game's a lot closer than 33-19. Oh, sure. He handed them two drives. I'm looking at Lamar's rushing stats for the season. So he's got 786 yards and then uh, five touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if you want to have the conversation. How many games? How many? How many games that how many games do you think he has with more than 50 rushing yards? Out of 16 games. 16. 15. 15. There's two left. 15. 15 total games. Over 50 yards. I'm gonna say 13. Seven. 54, 101, 62. 60, sick, sick day, sick 54, day. sick day, 70 sick day. and 97. He's had 45, 39, 41, 17, 36, 45, 27, 38. So he's had a 101 and a 97. He's had two games with about 200 yards rushing. He's only had seven over. 50 yards. So, yes, they are trying to contain him more into the pocket. <clears throat> but if their defense hasn't been doing what they've done, you're not discussing this guy with the MVP. You're simply just no. not. He's not no, saying you games. Okay? You know, all right, they won an overtime on a pick six. They were way ahead last night because of four interceptions. Um, They beat they beat Seattle 37 to 3. They beat uh Detroit 38 to 6. They beat Cleveland 28 to 3. Houston 25 to 9. You know, and then you got your 20 point games that you've given up here and there. But for the most part, they went went into Jacksonville 
and gave up seven. Went into San Fran and gave up 19. I mean, I don't know if Moody kicked any field goals. Really didn't watch much of that game. Yeah, he did. I don't. I don't did he? So he I really kicked. don't count. I don't. I really don't count field goals as. Oh, look at the defense gave up. Yeah, he gave up points. We didn't give up a touchdown. I think you he know? actually kicked a bunch. I think he kicked a bunch of field goals. So let, let's see. Well, they only scored what? Two uh, he, he kicked. He kicked one. Okay. When they went up five nothing, when uh, Arson Judge hit that three run home run to mm-hmm. put the Giants ahead five nothing. You know, but this is a defense that's going to probably have home field throughout because they have the Dolphins at home this weekend. So they win that game. They have home field throughout, and they don't give up shit on the road anyway. So, no, honestly, I, I listening and, and commenting on the the feed over on Huddle Up uh, when talking about the seeding in the in the NFL playoffs. Um, I came out and said um, it was real simple. The only other team that I there's two other teams that I have having a legitimate shot beating the Baltimore Ravens in the AFC. One of them is in the Cleveland Browns. Defense is playing like a house on fire. The receivers are playing their ass off. 38-year-old Joe Flacco is playing pickup football in the backyard. Their run game has been good. 350 plus. and, And their run game has been good when they've needed it. You know, sure. oh look, it's just it's just Flacco throwing the ball. No, Jerome Ford is, has had had a couple of good runs in in, in that situation. Um, you know, no, it's not Nick Chubb. No, it's not Kareem Hunt. No, it's not you know the the, the guys that you that you would have thought. But they're doing their job. Um, the defense is getting after it. They're getting after it early and often. And here's the thing, boys and girls, for those of you watching at home. Um, I don't want to play against Miles Garrett. Pats. I don't want it. And the fact of the matter is, is there's a realistic chance that that actually happens. Um, so, and the other team is probably a team who has been written off and left for dead. The Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like Jay Grow. And Chris Berman. Nobody. So, when you... And here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll be the first one to say it. I said it at the midseason award that my MVP of the National Football League was actually Trent Williams, the best offensive lineman in football. Because they didn't have him for three games in that first half of the season. They lost all three of them. He got hurt in the game last night. They lost that game. Uh, and then I made the formal selection of Christian McCaffrey. Uh if there's a guy who I think in the second half of the year has played himself into the conversation of being in the running for the end of the year MVP who struggled at points this year, it is Josh Allen. I get it. It wasn't pretty against the Chargers, but he accounted for three total touchdowns. Yeah, I, I get it. He had a real clunker week one against the Jets losing in overtime. He lost a game in London to the Jaguars that he shouldn't have. Lost a game that he shouldn't have against New England. Lost a game to Cincinnati. Lost a game to Denver. Lost a game in overtime to Philadelphia. But if you take all of their losses combined, six points, five points, four points, that's 15. Lost to Cincinnati by six, that's 21. He lost to Denver by two, 
that's 23, and lost to the fucking Eagles by three in overtime. He has lost six games, five games, by a combined score of 24-ish points. And what do you do? Him and that offense smoked the Dallas Cowboys two weeks ago. They went into Arrowhead and beat the fucking Chiefs before the Raiders did it, before it was the cool thing. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, when you look at it from the standpoint, if Josh Allen is not a member of the Buffalo Bills, they're a three-win team at best. If it Strike the reverse here. Joe Burrow doesn't get hurt. Josh Allen does. The Bills' season is over. Yeah, he had a clunker against the New York Giants the, the, the week after traveling from London and playing a game against Jacksonville a week before. 3,778 yards, 27 passing touchdowns. That's sixth in the NFL. That's tied for third in the NFL. A QBR of 71.6, which ranks second in the National Football League. Oh, and on top of it, his total lines for the year... 27 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. And then when you add the rushing statistics to it, where he is sitting at a beastly uh, 85 carries for another 413 yards and 13 total scores. You're telling me that this guy has amounted for 40 touchdowns this year. We don't even have him listed in the top five. Yeah, but because I'm looking over. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, just because because of the Bills' defense has given up on drives in the last two minutes of football games. Mm-hmm. It's a team game. It's a team game. Yeah. Without so Josh Allen, there. So since we are a fantasy show. I decided to look up Lamar's fantasy stats. Ooh, I like this. Okay. Now, I, myself, would love a guy who can put up over 30 points a week as out of the quarterback position. You want your 300, and you want two to three tuggies. Correct. Everybody who loves to tug on this man's nuts. Mike, in 15 games, how many times did he score more than 30 this season? In Billy's league, this is according to uh, Billy's Venmo league, where it's not a, you know, a quarterback friendly. You get your your, your standard bonuses: forty yard touchdown, mm-hmm. forty yard passes, hundred yards, two hundred yards, three hundred yards. There's no points for completion or anything like that. Um, it's um, I'm, I'm, one point. I'm going to go three. Point I'm going to go three. I'm going to go three. Three games over. Okay, now. He has five rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. How many games does he have five rushing touchdowns in? Well, he's played 15 games. Mm-hmm. So he probably has probably has like one game where he had two and three singles. Two, two, one. Oh. He hasn't rushed. He hasn't had a rushing touchdown since week seven. Okay, and how many games with one or less passing touchdown? 
Six. Nine. But ESPN is going to swallow every inch of this man because he's the MVP of the league. He's having a great season, but you're only that great because of your defense. And numbers don't lie, but they'll hype them up. You know, it's just fucking funny. Like, they want, they want, they want. It's got to be this guy. It's got to be that guy. Oh, and by the way, I agree. He's lost six fumbles, by the way, this year. Good job, buddy. I agree with you completely with Buffalo and Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But in the NFC, I, I don't think anybody's going to want to play the Rams, especially if they beat the 49ers in week 17, 18, whatever is the last week. Because that team is pretty damn good. Defense, little, you know, I, point, but that offense I is don't, insane. I don't think they make it out the first round. If well, if anything, if we both make it, if them and Seattle make it, they're going to be ahead of mm-hmm. us because they beat us twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now they're I, sitting six, we're sitting seven. I don't think they go into Detroit and beat Detroit. No, not with that. Not with that running attack with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, both of whom toting the ball effectively. Jared Goff, Amon Ross, St. Brown. You know they're getting production out of guys like Josh Reynolds. You know, that, that, that's a game where, yes, the Rams' defense is going to be really good. And how do you stop a really good defense like Aaron Donald, like that pass rush, by getting the ball out of Jared Goff's hands quickly, which is something that the Lions already do a lot. It's a lot of quick motions. It's a lot of jab steps to St. Brown. It's a lot of quick stuff to Sam Laporta. It's Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield. It's David Montgomery. If, if the Rams had a way to not have to face Detroit in the first round, I would agree with everything that you're saying. Yeah, well, it's three, two, three wild cards make. So Dallas already, um, either Dallas, Dallas or is, Philly, will guarantee to be the five. And correct. like I said, if it's the Rams in Seattle, it will be the Rams at six. Correct. Um, so unless, that's why I'm saying. Unless, Unless you know they flip flop, and Seattle's Correct. the six and they're the seven. So and if if that's the case, they don't end up tied. Correct. So what I'm saying, if you're the Rams, you almost want to be the seven because you'd rather have a date with that bad Philadelphia secondary. Yeah, or it could be depending upon how um, the status of um, Purdy and Trent Williams. Maybe maybe you're not. Maybe you're going to San Francisco. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Sam, Sam, Sam Darnold beats the Washington Commanders on Sunday. I mean, I don't care if it's Jacoby Brissett. I don't care if it's Sam Howell. I don't care who the hell is playing quarterback for the Commandos. Uh, Sam Darnold finds a way to win a football game if Brock Purdy doesn't play. If you were telling me that that game was against anybody that had a fighting chance for a playoff spot, we could have the conversation of, I don't trust Sam Darnold. But the sure, Washington Commanders are yeah, just trying playing, to... They might be... They, they'll probably try to keep Purdy out this week and have him for that last week against the Rams. I mean, that or you just hope that you can beat Washington with Sam Darnold, lock up the one, and then you don't even really have to play Purdy until a month from now. True. 
you don't have to play Trent Williams till a month for now. I mean, that's that. that in, in all honesty, if there's if there's a game, if you're the 49ers that you that you have to go out there and you have to win, I think it's this one against the Commanders. So I think I think at this point, it. And here's the thing: this may be a 45 carry for 165 and three touchdowns for for Christian McCaffrey this week, because they may literally run the ball every fucking play. Just, just to try to lock the one seed up, and I, and to be brutally honest with you, I don't blame the Niners if that's the offensive game plan. Because at this point, um, it should have been the game plan most of the night last night, and the fact that they were throwing the ball as much as they were against a defense as good as the Baltimore Ravens is was goddamn surprising. I get it. You got to throw it to keep them out of the box. <coughs> good lord. I don't know what Kyle Shanahan's offensive play call was. I don't know if his run sheet got stolen and replaced with a Waffle House menu from Andy Reid. I don't know, but there were times he looked lost coaching a football game. And I'll say this is the first time that Kyle Shanahan at points in his coaching career looked lost. I don't know if it was – the schemes that Mike McDan- Mike McDonald was 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 drawing up with that defense again. Mike McDonald is yes. Oh 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 oh! I was thinking Mike McDaniel, the head coach. You said Mike McDonald, no. and I thought of McDonald. the Doobie Brothers. Old, old McDonald's defense had a farm. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the the thing here coming out of this game, I think we proven that this Baltimore Ravens team is the Joe Flacco-led Baltimore Ravens team with a quarterback who's more athletic. Well, imagine if they had Flacco right now. Hmm? Imagine if they had Flacco right now. Oh, my God. That you 17-0. With that, with, with that defense, with that defense yeah. it would legitimately yeah. be Trent Dilfer. Yeah, we're gonna put up we're gonna put up four hundred and fifty yards on offense, but we're only gonna give up like hundred and eighty. So yeah, this, good this, luck. We got we would, got you like three and a half to one. Let, let us know when you catch that, up. Yeah, that's the Trent Dilfer. That's the Trent Dilfer fucking Ravens. Don't want a Super Bowl at like thirty eight to three. Trent Dilfer had one job. Don't turn the ball over. And that was it. Given to uh, what's it, who who is their running back? Jamal, Jamal Lewis. Um, Jamal Lewis. Just give it to Jamal and Ray will kill, kill people on defense and we'll be fine. Literally, literally, murder. Well, uh, he was in the allegedly. limo or something. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Um, so uh, the, the, the big thing here, especially fantasy-wise, as we go into the, the, the final week of the, of the season, um, and this is going to be the revolving wheel, and I think it's fitting that we go to this part of the show, it's the injuries. Um, it's something that all of us around the fantasy football spectrum have taken hits on this year. Um, to be brutally honest with you, again, the Venmo, the Venmo League, your brother's league. I lost Justin Herbert and have now found the second coming of Jesus uh, in Joe Flacco at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost Joe Burrow in the Dynasty League. Somehow got to a finals with Brock Purdy throwing four interceptions in the semifinals. Sorry, Ryan. Don't know how I did that. Um, I have 
Christian Kirk, my number one wide receiver, or one of my top two wide receivers in Billy's league on IR. Um, I've lost a lot of guys uh, in a lot of leagues this year. Um, and to put myself uh, in a spot, it's it's one of those things where it's funny that we get to this point in the season and we're talking about guys who have now had major injuries that could affect your finals. D.J. Hawkinson tore his ACL and MCL. Uh, Jalen Waddell basically kind of has been announced as not playing this week and maybe not next week either. Trying to rest him up for the playoffs with an injury. Yeah. Trent Williams, who we mentioned. Brock Purdy, who we mentioned. Um you know, this is this is really weird where it's you got a lot of guys on championship Sunday who have been your guys all year that you may have to go find a piece to really get it, get yourself into a spot here. Um, you know, obviously the tight end position has kind of felt like a revolving door if you didn't have a top four tight end most of the year. Um, I played Russian roulette in your brother's league. I dropped Logan Thomas and picked up the kid in Cincinnati who scored me a total of 1.5 points because they were out of that game and really weren't using him and trying to move the ball vertically, which doesn't work with Jake Browning at quarterback. Shocker, I know. Um, you know, so the tight end position has always felt like kind of like a, a, a real vacuum, um, mm-hmm. you know, but a, a lot of guys had Jalen Waddle as their either number one or number two wide receiver. Now, if you're in a predicament where you've made championship Sunday and you're without your, your second best wide receiver going into the season. Now, statistically, he has not lived up to the potential of a top 17 draft pick uh, that he was this year. Um, it's been a down year because of how good Tyreek Hill has been, but still um, we talked about it on last week's show. Um, don't don't try to get too fancy. Uh, t- go with what's brought you to the dance. Uh, and Waddle's probably someone that you've had in your lineup most of the year. Um, and now you're going to the dance, and you ain't got one of your uh, best clips in the chamber. Um, and honestly, most most leagues, including ours, are pretty ravished in the uh, department of bodies that are available. Um, yeah, you know, but you know, like. like- you might find a guy like the um, – I'm not sure who the new tight end will be for Minnesota, but, you know, that's somebody that will definitely be available in probably most leagues. Um, you know, you, I'm sure you could find a guy like Berrios or one of the other uh, other receivers on Miami should be out there. And, you know, with it being the, championship week, you're only backup going up tight end, The backup tight end for the Minnesota Vikings is Josh Oliver. Okay. He went um, to school at San Jose State. Okay, out in Cali. Um, so I mean, for situations like that, you you should be able to, and even you know, and another thing right now for the championship week, one little strategy is play defense. If yeah. you don't need them, pick them up anyway. Don't let somebody pick them up and use them against you. You know, if you're um, if you're still holding on to two defenses or, you know, uh, a couple of quarterbacks that you just been just let somebody go, pick somebody up that you don't want anybody to use against you. Absolutely. Um, um, looking yeah, at but, the tight ends that are, looking at the tight ends that are available in your brother's league, um, the names that pop out here, uh, Okano Okanowu. 
the dude from Tennessee. TK, yeah, Conquay. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, Tyler Conklin, uh, Max Bayer, Gerald Everett, Logan Thomas, who I've cut and added three times, Kate right. Otten, uh, technically Greg Dolch, but I don't think he'll be activated. Uh, Tyler Higby, um, he had a fairly decent game the last two games where he scored eight points in both. Um, you know, Dawson Knox Gerald since coming Everett back. Going, Gerald Everett going up against the worst defense against uh, tight ends, yeah. which is uh, the Denver Broncos. I mean, even even Oconwu versus Houston. Houston. Yeah, and he caught a touchdown last week from Derrick Henry. Let's go. And in six for sixty-three in a tutty. And in that in the first matchup against Houston, he had three catches for thirty-six yards. So I mean, again, it's not great, but tight ends really haven't been great all year. It's kind of been a meh position. Um, get rid of him. Make, but get rid of him. Make another flex position. More on that later, because since Ryan's not here next week, we'll have to talk about uh, the new league starting because we can't do it without him. Well, I mean, just suggest, I mean, you know, suggestions going forward, like we were shooting, throwing things around, like. Um, well, so spoiler alert in the in the dynasty league, I am getting rid of the tight end. Not not Blake's league, the the full fledged dynasty that I'm starting. Okay. I'm getting rid of the tight end position, adding a flex, and I'm getting rid of kickers. But your defense will be awarded kicker points. Oh, so if you're so if you have a team, a Justin Tucker, Baltimore's defense now looks a whole hell of a lot better because you got that guy booming it from fucking fifty. Sure. So defenses are going to put that up points fat. in my league. Well, you already have fat budget. I think um, Billy's and Manning's are the only two leagues that don't have fat budget. Mine will have fat budget, and I'm contemplating an auction draft style for the first draft because some teams are going to want to spend money a different way. So I, those are all things that are on the table. Obviously we'll have a conversation about that, sure. whether we do that in a long form in an episode uh, after the season's over, we can do that. We'll figure that out. Um, another thing here, defense, as Craig said, play defense against your opponents, but also play good defenses in your title games, mm-hmm. play your matchups right now, looking on your brother's league. The LA Rams are available against Tyrod Taylor or Tommy Mozzarella or fucking me playing quarterback. It don't matter. Um, that's a good matchup. Um, the Chicago oh, Bears the and the Atlanta you Falcons. Have the nine, I have the ten. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, honestly, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm going to play probably New Orleans defense. Divisional matchup against Tampa Bay. I, I, I doubt I pick up a defense and if i do you know what it might be the rams to play defense against you i'm not sure yet i have to look and see what i want to do baltimore's defense is lingering around there without against miami with a banged up tyreek hill and a banged up fucking jalen waddle i get it the projections aren't going to look pretty because of who they're playing but when those teams are missing pieces um it's a little different so you know Right now, if, if if the Rams are available, if, you know, 
Chicago and Atlanta, I think that's going to be a low-scoring game against each other. Uh, either one of those defenses, um, you know, Baltimore, because of the injuries, um, honestly, the Chargers are a sneaky team defensively. Sure, you look at that game two weeks ago where they gave up 63 points to the Raiders, and you're like, Mike, you're out of your fucking mind. Um, they held Josh Allen to 24 points and had a shot to win that game. And we've talked about how Josh Allen is a borderline MVP candidate. Um, you know, New England's defense has played well, but Buffalo's firing on all cylinders. Um, so, like I said, there's there's some defenses that you can go out there and get. Um, nothing really earth-shattering, though, when it comes to the defensive side of the football. Um, I'll be brutally honest with you. I've loved the fact that in the Dynasty League, I haven't had to touch my defense over the last, like, four or five weeks because it's just been Cleveland, and I've just left Cleveland alone. Um, and in your brother's league, really quick, I know we're a sports, whatever. I just went on, Mm -hmm. uh, ESPN, uh, Mm -hmm. breaking news. The Detroit Pistons have now lost 27 in a row. I saw, I saw that. That I saw that earlier. How, how do you lose 27 in a row? How do you not care enough as a GM or a coach? To find the solution to stop losing after twenty-seven, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I remember back in the day, and I've always told Billy to do this, like whenever his teams were in slumps. And I think I might have mentioned this to you back in the day. The Yankees, back in the seventies, Billy Martin was the manager. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a in, in a horrible slump. Billy Martin took names, put them in a hat, had guys pick it out. That was your lineup. Go play baseball. And then they turned it around. I, I, I think they might have won the series that season. I'm not sure. But do something like that. You can't keep running out the same five guys every night. Mix it up. No. Change it up. Who cares? I'm pretty sure at this point none of those guys on that team care because they're all getting paid. Correct. Um, so, so we sit here and we've reached – like we said, we've reached championship weekend. Um, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about next year. Looking at the class that's that's potential to come out. We talked about this a little bit last week. Talk about it a little bit more this week. Uh, the updated mock drafts. Um, it, it's still Caleb Williams won to the Bears. I trade that pick. I trade it for anything I can get for it. I here, well, here's my whole thing with mock drafts. There's going to be like nine fucking million of them from here until then. Mel Kuyper is going to have thirty-seven point sixty-five and seventeen point thirty-eight and captain's log and what the fuck have you. Look, <laughs> these guys, you're not going to get tape on a lot of these guys because they don't play the bowl games anymore. No. Okay, fine. You don't want to get hurt. Um. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just I, I just think this kid's rubbed me the wrong way, and maybe it's because I'm older now. But like the whole thing about when he was like three and zero and throwing a ball all over the place, word comes out that whatever team drafts him, you have to give this kid ownership. Go fuck yourself. And then what happened? They lost like four out of five. This kid was a Heisman winner in week one. He wasn't on the podium the night they gave out the Heisman award. 
how the hell is this kid still a number one draft pick? And no, if you're the Chicago Bears, you do the right thing. You either one, trade the pick and get the world for it, or you say, fuck it, because you still got another pick later on, or a few picks later. Take Marvin Harrison Jr., put him on one side. You got DJ Moore on the other, Cole Komet. Fix your run game, and maybe you get a good offensive lineman at the five or the six while other teams are scrambling to get quarterbacks. I know or, it's or, not I know I know it's not conventional. Defense. It's yeah, it's not conventional to take a wide receiver with the number one pick. But this could be the thing that could save that team. I don't think trading away Justin Fields and bringing in a new quarterback to learn this whole offense. We talked about this a few weeks ago. He's had a good season with DJ Moore. He needs more help. Where does he need more help? On the other side of the field, lined up as a wide receiver, too. That's what he needs. He needs someone not named Darnell Mooney. Yes. I mean, like, because, let's be real because, here. Yes, of course, because now the thing is, if, if you add Harrison on the other side of the field, you got to drop somebody else back into coverage now. Oh, he can run. And you use that scrambling for the next couple of years until you have to make him a pocket passer because he's going to get fucking killed by somebody if he thinks he's going to be able to run the ball out of the pocket when he's 30 years old, like the way he does when he's 25, 26. Currently at six and nine, winners of three of their last four, including a win against division champion Detroit. Um, Justin Fields, in those five games, he is three and two. Um, and and he's done a little bit of everything. He's done it with his arm. He's done it with his legs. Um, and with the exception of this week against Arizona, where Cole Komet was the leading receiver, in the other four games, the number one wide receiver in yardage was DJ Moore. Um, you know, yes, when Justin Fields got hurt, um, you know, it, it's – they lost to Minnesota. They they beat the the Vikings, or excuse me, they beat the Raiders with Bagnet. Then lost two out of three, including losses to the Chargers and the and the Saints, and then beating Carolina. And then Fields comes back. They lose a five point game to the Lions. Um, that would, had no right to be that close. And then beat Minnesota in a real shit game, twelve ten, before the bye week, and then reeling off two out of threes. They play Atlanta, and they play at Green Bay. There is a realistic chance that this team finishes the year game under 500. And currently, you know, according to the standings on ESPN, they're looking like they're the 10th pick, give or take, until it's over with, you know, conference records and all of mm -hmm. that stuff. Um, so you're out of the top 10. You got zero shot at getting Harrison at the 10. Unless, uh, let's see. Personally, unless you. Oh. The only, the only way you get him is you got you to take him at one because Arizona's mm -hmm. not taking a quarterback. If you want no, you Marvin Harrison, you have to take him at one. Yeah. Because New England needs a quarterback, depending upon the new coaching regime in, in Washington. You know, I mean, they've benched Howell the last two weeks. Doesn't seem Correct. like if the enemy's taking that team over, it doesn't seem like the enemy wants him. The enemy's no, going to want his own it, guy. And it seems like there's a realistic chance that Jacoby Brissett's the starting quarterback this week. 
Probably. Let's see. Tennessee so, doesn't. The Clippers don't. The Giants can't take a quarterback. I mean, the Jets, okay. if the Jets want to move up. But, you know, then, like, it's like we talked about this, you know, who who out there has multiple picks to give up? I mean, I think you know, the who, other thing here is what team is in dire straits to have to have a quarterback? I, I truly believe it's Washington and it's New England. They're the only teams that are dying for a quarterback. Uh, you you could say you could you could say Minnesota because Kirk Cousins is probably moving on, whether they're moving on from him or vice versa. But you're not trading that pick in the division. No, and also like Washington, New England's going to have a new coaching regime coming in. Correct. You know, so um, where where are they going to want to go? Are they going to are they going to pay? Do we turn this one pick into multiple picks? We're not, they're not one quarterback away. You're not. You need a whole lot of pieces. I totally see them trading their pick, but unfortunately, Bill Belichick is going to do his absolute best to win the next two games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're what, sitting at the three? Yes, they are they're currently three. three. No, they're currently two. Arizona's three. Um, Arizona's it's, got three wins. New England has four. Oh, maybe maybe that wasn't updated. Reverse that. Um, I mean, you could trade so, the Car- three, but so so Carolina has the one. Up. Yes, that's the Bears. That's the Bears. Right now, Arizona has the two. Mm-hmm. New England or Washington at three four. Mm-hmm. And then wherever from there. Um, honestly, if there's a team that's going to move up that has proven that they're willing to move pieces to do what they have to do, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, but we look, we like you, like you said, you, 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 gotta, you have to move to pieces piece, with it. And you're, it's not going to be Crosby. But and, no, no, probably Jamal, not. But not Jamal. Uh, Devante's. His contract's too large. It's too much. Um, I think they're going to – I hope Antonio no, but Pierce won himself a coaching job yesterday. I, I mean, what's Josh Jacobs' contract like? He was a uh, franchise. Okay. So it's not him either? Nope. Yeah, so you're either mortgaging – you're either mortgaging the farm or you're going with Aiden O'Connell, Jake Browning, Jimmy Garoppolo, no. Kirk Cousins. No, no, no. no. They'll, yeah. I think Kirk Cousins is probably going to be the most sought-after free agent quarterback this offseason. And I know free agency opens up, uh, what, March 15th, 16th. The draft mm-hmm. isn't until April. So... That that that'll so, be figured out. According to Sports Track, twenty-five quarterbacks will be free agents at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston, Drew Locke, 
Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, Tyler Huntley, Josh Dobbs, Easton Stick, Nate Sunfeld, Blaine Gabbert, Josh Johnson, Kyle Allen, Brandon Allen, Mason Rudolph, Logan Woodside, Felipe Franks, Jake Browning, Nathan Rourke, and Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, there's two guys in there that are starting quarterbacks next season. Um, I think if Tannehill gets signed by somebody, it's going to be with somebody with a young quarterback in a situation like he was just in Tennessee. I don't see anybody going out there and getting a game manager. We need this guy to take us to the promised land. The only team like you could see him step in for would be somebody like San Francisco if Purdy got hurt or Baltimore where, you know, Lamar gets hurt. A team with that kind of a defense that you're like, Trent Dilfer, don't don't turn it over. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only two quarterbacks I see that are going to be going after, and I don't think one of them leaves Tampa because I think mm-hmm. Baker, I think Baker earned himself a contract with this team. So right. he's not going anywhere. So it, it's it, it's Kirk Cousins. I mean, everybody else, I mean, backup, uh, maybe honestly, Drew Locke. I, I mean, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, sure. But, I mean, other than that, none of these guys are getting top money for – No, no, and I don't think any of them should. Right. Um, and now let me ask you this. Let's see. I, let, me, let me look at the standings again. Uh-huh. Very curious. Let's look. Okay, right now they're sitting at eight and seven in first place. Who do they have left? Tampa's Tampa on the Bay. road against the Bucks, and then uh, no, they're home against they the, the Saints, and then they're yeah, and then they're away against Tampa. You win the division. They are Tampa. They are Tampa. Yes, you win the division. You're most likely the four, no matter what. So yeah, you're not getting higher than the four. You're the four in the AFC, no NFC, no matter what. So four plays five. They're they're playing Dallas or Philadelphia. At home. You give him Philly, he'll torch them for over 400 yards. I mean, I think if you give him Dallas, Dallas has proven they can't really win on the road. They're another team that, like, don't – they get in. I mean, you know, they'll have that one home playoff game that will just give them enough, you know. The 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 real issue that you then run into is if things go the way that they should, round two is on the road in Santa Clara. Sure. But he wins you a playoff game. What are you giving Baker? You know what the bar is set at. Daniel Jones got 40. He makes no less than $40 million. Daniel Jones won a playoff game. Give him that. Baker Mayfield makes no less than forty to forty-five million. I mean, I would probably put Baker at the same contract as Daniel Jones. Maybe less years, but the same AAV. Mm-hmm. But I think he's more serviceable than way more serviceable than Daniel Jones. I agree, but if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're not mortgaging your franchise. Um. Because you only have X amount of years left of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Well, Mike Evans wants to get his lifetime. They're gonna they're gonna have to get rid of Godwin. One of them. That's is what I'm to saying. Go. So one of them is going. So you're already losing a piece. I, of I think offense. it would be Godwin. I think Godwin be, would be the one they let go. Godwin's been more banged up this year. 
ankle injuries, I believe. Mm-hmm. Lower foot injuries, man. So he gets 40 so to 45. Cousins is going to get well over 50. You think so, coming off the Achilles? Sure. Mike Evans is a unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. And he's what, 31? He is. He'll be 31 next during next season. So you've got you got three and a half, three great seasons left in him. He's going to want a five-year deal, probably. And what's his name is how old? Hold on. Sports Trek is wrong. No, it's not. I don't know. No, Uh, I got the roster right here. Baker's 28. Godwin's 27. Mm. Yeah. And, I, and I'm looking at. The, I think they want to. I think they'd want to keep Mike Evans, only because he still serves it. He can still play. He's still playing at the top level. So, so here are the players that are available at the end of this season as unrestricted free agents. Okay, Mike Evans, Odell Beckham Jr. are the first two names off the list. Okay, then you have uh, Calvin Ridley, T. Higgins. Michael Pittman Jr. Michael Pittman Jr. Um, Let's see who else. K.J. Osborne. Darnell Mooney. Gabe Davis. Those are probably the top six or seven names that are available. You know, um, obviously, I think... Kansas City is going to be in the in the market for a wide receiver. I think New England's going to be in the market for a wide receiver or two. Um, I think I I think New England's just going to like I you know new regime, new coach. I I think they're and if and if they get their sell, quarterback sell the draft pick, yeah. If they get their quarterback, I think. Uh, I, no, it's not T. Higgins. It's not. Michael Pittman Jr. It's not Mike Evans, but it's a Gabe Davis and someone else. It's a, you know, pieces. It's multiple pieces for the price of one. Whereas if you're if you're Kansas City, we're a wide receiver away from getting back to the Super Bowl. Okay. Well, who's the best available wide receiver? I think he's going to try to do anything and everything possible to go get Justin Jefferson. He can he can think, move money. You think Kansas City's going to do that? I think I think if they get embarrassed, um, if I think Jefferson's in play for another team, the only reason why I say Kansas City is because of Mahomes' contract. He can give them as much as they want of that forty-five million to sign somebody. Mm-hmm. So you, you've you at this point of your career, he's been in the league now. What? Eight years? No. I don't know off the top of my head. 
I'm looking it up right now. I want to say at least eight years he's been in the league. I can't fucking... Why the fuck is he not over there? He has been in the National Foosball League for six years. Six, okay. So you've been in the league last six years. Came out in your 21, 22, 28. Ten, ten years, 450, obviously, was his. Yes. But it, they can go to him every single year and get money, and it's I think it's deferred somehow. Um, uh, and I know Kelsey is, Kelsey's what, 32, 33? Something along there. But I'm looking at cap space that's available currently. Obviously, that this is through 2023. Their available cap space right now is $3.2 million. Um, so uh, what I was going to say real quick about them was, and, and I, 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 if if they don't win and Kelsey's numbers have been dog shit, so I think uh, after yesterday, I think they're now three and five since he's been dating her and he has one touchdown. Uh-huh. If, if stuff like that is a distraction and it messes up the team and you have an aging tight end, time to go, bud. We, we It worked. We got two. But he needs... He needs a 26, 27-year-old beast of a wide receiver to have a two-play catch with. The problem is they have $30 million in cap space free. Yes, but you can take... And, and 34 players under contract. What is Mr. Pfizer making? But you're not trading Travis Kelsey. You're basically telling him fuck your existence and wanting to play here your entire career so that our so that our quarterback can Who's gonna be there longer? That that because that's what you have to look at when, when it's, it comes to when, when it it's to when decisions. it when it's all said and when it's all said and done, I think you have an opportunity to play the same amount of years. Kelsey and Mahomes? Total? If if you compare from the start of Travis Kelsey's career, like but, no. No, 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 I'm That's saying, saying. forward. Because Kelsey's what, 32? Maybe 30, I don't think he's 33. Travis Kelsey is 34 and 90 days. Come on. You have you almost have to. Like, I get it. I get how great he is. He's one of the best tight ends of all time. Got to move on. He, he's he needs he needs younger weapons. He's costing you fourteen million dollars. Okay, but he, he he needs younger weapons. He's got Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice is great. He could be better, but he, I don't think he needs that much younger receivers. He needs guys that can catch the fucking football. Kadarius Tony couldn't catch a cold in fucking New York, and we signed him. Terrible. Terrible. We drafted we we drafted Sky Moore because we fell in love with with, with, with how fast he can run. What has that done? Nothing. Okay, so 
okay, so it's not T. Higgins. It's two guys that both catch the football. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they try to go after Mike Evans. Maybe, but if they're, if, but if they're trying to get younger, they're not going to do it by signing Mike Evans. No, I, I, but that's what I'm. But you know what I'm saying. No, the alternative Darnell, you can't get. But a, but a Darnell Mooney and a piece. If Darnell Mooney's a free agent, Calvin Ridley. I mean, it's there. There, there are young. There. Oh, imagine that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there are. <laughs> yeah, there are younger pieces. I don't think. I don't think you, he's staying. I don't think he's staying in uh, Jacksonville. I don't either. I don't either. And when you look right now, next year, 2024, the the top five teams with the most available cap space. Number five, the Houston Texans. Number four, the Indianapolis Colts. Number three, the New England Patriots. Number two, the Tennessee Titans. And number one, the Washington Commanders. Um, honestly, another name that just popped into my head, if he doesn't get franchised by the Colts, Michael Pittman Jr. in Kansas City. These are, guys catching, in, these, these are guys catching eight to ten passes a game from dog shit. Yes. Because Very the, I don't know, I don't know what happened in Jacksonville this year. You want my honest? He hasn't been right all year. He's been hurt. He's trying to play through a high ankle sprain right now. Um, you're, you're telling me there are guys that can't play for six weeks with a high ankle sprain, and you're like, you know what, bud? You're going out there every week, and you're going out there every week killing yourself. Stop. This, this is the same problem Joe Burrow had at the start of the year. Trying to play through the calf injury, he lived in this fantasy funny? world that he had that he had to go out there and be Superman. You know, it's funny. Like now that now we've gone through the whole season, you know, you start thinking like you just said the whole thing with Burrow. In the beginning of the season, they were talking about IRing him, and mm-hmm. everybody else do. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Now he got season-ending injury on something else. Correct. You know, but. You never know if if the, if, think, the, if his calf is completely healed by taking the IR, he plays his regular style. Maybe he doesn't get hurt. No, and I, I think I think the I, I think that injury, the wrist injury in itself, is a fluke. I think it's not something that you think happens because of another injury. Um, well, no. What I'm saying is, is if he's complete because he wasn't healed, mm. so he has to play a different style this year because of the calf injury. But if he's a hundred percent, he doesn't play that style. Maybe he doesn't get hurt. I don't know. I like to think these things, bro. I, do, I hit this shit all day yeah, long. I mean, I mean, I, like I mean, yes. In my mind, Craig, stimulate your mind, Craig. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. I'm saying I'm more out on it being a reason. Now, Trevor Lawrence with a high ankle sprain, which is causing him not to be able to run to then separating the AC joint being tackled because he could not run away from a defender. Those two correlate. Mm -hmm. That's more in the picture of, okay, what the fuck are we doing? To, at least to me, because Burrow with the calf, no, it, it, he wasn't right. 
and it started to look right towards the end of his season. And then the wrist, the wrist injury occurred. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I don't know that they correlate to me because that last week before the, the wrist injury, he actually looked the best that he looked all, all season with his movement in the pocket, things like that. So, um, you know, looking at the, the, the pieces that, that have hit the injury bug this year. Um, and the quarterback position is a, is a major one that's had seen a lot of big name quarterbacks end up on injury reserve. Yeah. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers. Um, oh, the massage guy. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Kenny Pickett has ended up on injury reserve. Or not injury, it was just hurt. short-term Gino, IR. Geno Smith, Smith was hurt. Purdy's Purdy's. Purdy's been Ryan, Tan- Ryan Tannehill um, lost his starting job because of an injury. Stafford, Stafford, CJ, CJ Stroud with the concussion. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, I, I think this it's a war of attrition. Jimmy, right Jimmy now. Garoppolo, yep. Garoppolo started the season. He got hurt. Um, yep. Jesus, who else? Um, Tua, not been. Tua stayed healthy all year, which is which is. Really I mean, I, I think I think honestly, the the fascinating thing is think look at the quarterbacks who haven't gotten hurt: Lamar Jackson, Tua Tungavailoa, um, Dak, Dak. Even Jalen Hurts has been Jalen Hurts has been banged up. Yep. Um, Big, Baker old. Baker's been healthy all year. Yep. Um, Jordan Derek Love has been playing. Th- Derek Carr's been playing yeah. through injuries. Mm-hmm. Um. Bryce Young, even though they've sucked in in Carolina, he's made all the starts. Mm-hmm. Um, over in the AFC, it's you know Trevor Lawrence playing hurt, not good. Josh Allen um, played all season. Josh Allen. Uh, um, I mean, you've had every quarterback that's played for New England played this year. Yeah, whether it be injuries or just you know, I mean, on, Russell Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's played all year. Has hasn't gotten hurt. Um, Mahomes yeah, was banged know, up, but he didn't miss any games. He didn't miss any games. See, the, like this is what I'm saying. It's like, look at the teams right now that that are in the playoffs. Brock Purdy was healthy up until this week. Um, Philadelphia hurts, but I'm saying Philadelphia hurts has been mostly healthy. Got dinged up a little bit, but didn't really miss a ton of time. God, Jared Goff, healthy. Jared Jared Goff has stayed healthy. Baker Mayfield has stayed healthy. Dak Prescott has stayed healthy. Um, Matthew Stafford missed two games. Um, outside of that, has looked good. Uh, you guys, Gino got dinged up. It was Drew Locke. Uh, just outside the playoffs, when you look at the, the teams that are still on the outside looking in, Jordan Love has played all year. Um, Desmond Ritter slash Taylor Heineke, neither one of them have been hurt. Ritter's yeah, just been same. benched three times. Justin Fields is, you know. Justin Fields missed four games. We talked about Everybody him. Else. Everybody else is eliminated. Giants, Washington, yeah. Arizona, Carolina. So then you then, then you look at the AFC. Lamar Jackson hasn't missed time. Tua Tungabailoa has not missed time. Patrick Mahomes dinged up a little bit, but hasn't missed any games. Yeah, but Trevor now Lawrence. Jackson. Yeah, but now Jacksonville. They, they might be backdooring, and they could very well not be playing for the division in two Correct. weeks. Correct. Um, you've got Cleveland, Trevor Lawrence, but Cleveland righted the ship. Correct. Cleveland did. Cleveland righted the ship better than anybody, and they went after somebody that nobody even thought of. Correct. And he's just he throwing to, for he had, three. He had to put off his pickleball tournament with Franny to go throw three fifty yeah. and 
<laughs> Cuddies. Um, but I'll tell know. you this, if, you know, Houston should, it, if they can get Stroud back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say this. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Vegas, yeah. But I'm saying, right now, the Sunday night football game next week for the division should be, or for the playoff spot, Houston versus Indianapolis. There's two different, there's two games. Hold on. There's two different games, week 18. All right, let's go. It's not Seattle. It's not the Steelers, Ravens. It's not Bucks, Panthers. It's not Browns, It's not the Vikings and Lions. Uh, it won't be the Bears, Packers. It's either Colts, Texans, mm-hmm. um, uh, Bills, Dolphins. If that's for the division, yes. If that is not for the division, Jets, you Pats, should close no. with you should close with a playoff game. Falcon Saints could be for a division, but it also where's where's uh, Tampa? They're playing the Panthers. They won't put that on. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't no. think it's There's no AFC East game possible to be put on television. Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, NFC. Wa- NFC. Mm-hmm. Jaguars, just, Titans, just like we, no. just like me and you have, have talked on this show or, or just in general. There's three games the, that could be played Sunday night. Correct. But we've said if the playoffs started today and that 3-6 matchup in the NFC was Lions-Rams, that should be the Monday night. Wild card Absolutely. Game. It won't Absolutely. be because you, it won't be because you're gonna have to have the Cowboys. Correct, which is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. More on that next week. Um legitimately, if you're telling me it's Jared Goff against his ex team and Matt Stafford against his ex team in a battle for whose season's going to be over, sign me up for that game okay. every day of the week okay. twice on Sunday. Don't get Okay, but don't get me wrong. I would not. I wouldn't mind seeing Dallas going to Tampa. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. But I feel the storyline is more Absolutely. driven to be. And and the thing is, you build it up for the whole weekend. Don't make that a Saturday game. No. Either make it. Either no. make it the late game on Sunday, or it's make it Sunday the Monday night. night. It's Sunday night or the Monday game. Well, let's see in the AFC. Uh, as of right now, All you're right. not making your well, Sunday night. You're not making it Browns Jaguars. That's Kansas City Buffalo. If but, that's if that's if that Buffalo stays the same, yes. the division. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If that game stays the same, but if that game doesn't stay the same, then you still do Miami versus Kansas City because it's Tyreek against Patrick. Yes, in in Arrowhead, City. correct. Absolutely, but that's the fun thing is we have one more week of fantasy football to sit here and and think about. We have a couple more weeks left of the National Football League. Uh, then it's playoff time um, for them. We will be and, back. And, uh, then, and then I don't need this on Sundays for two hours before kickoff. We can just actually enjoy football for a little while. Yeah, uh, no, we, that's sleep. We'll that's be, sleep till sleep till 11, 30, 12 o'clock, roll out yep. of bed, make pancakes. Oh, there's football yep. on. Exactly. Uh, we will do a show next week. Um, it'll be the last show of FKC fantasy hour for, for at least the next couple weeks, because we, we don't have playoff fantasy to, to really discuss. Um, maybe we'll no, pop in and do a, a and quick, enjoy. Yeah. Maybe we'll pop in at the super bowl and do a quick daily fantasy. If you want to do a super bowl sure. kind of thing for, for, for fun. Um, but we'll be back next week. We'll talk, we'll wrap up the 2027, uh, excuse me, the 2023 season. We will talk dynasty league. Because that is a thing that's going to happen next year. Yeah, um, and with Ryan, and with Ryan, you know, maybe just we we 
our thoughts. Like I, I mentioned something to him today, and yeah. just 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 something to think about. When are backup quarterbacks going to be taken in next year's draft? With all these injuries, we we had a conversation about that. Um, it's you know, I took because because we we talked about it after you guys got off the phone. I took. Kirk Cousins in the dynasty, or excuse me, in the Billy's league in like the 12th round. Traded him to Rems. Yeah. And then the next week he blew his Achilles out. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, it worked out really good for me because I got uh, a good piece for that. (laughs) Um, But that's what I'm saying. I, I think when you think about it, I do think teams are going to start addressing the second quarterback. A lot sooner. I would probably guess, depending upon how your league is set up. Now, most of our leagues are two-two and a flex. Mm-hmm. And actually, no, most of our leagues now are double flex. Correct. So, in a in a double flex, I want two running backs, my quarterback, and at least three three of my two of my my, my both my receivers. And I guess at least one flex before I might be like, I need good insurance in case my quarterback so you're, goes down. So you're looking rounds eight and nine? Depending upon who's still Depending there. on what's now, out there. Yes. Now, if there is a, I mean, if you're looking round eight, and I, this is the only name that just came to my mind. If you're like, oh, Calvin Ridley in the eighth round, I'm not going to be there ever. But I'm just saying, if there's somebody like that who, you know, there's always those guys who towards the end of this season, you're going to pay attention to going into, you know, next season. Correct. Now, if there's a if there's an 18-point wide receiver, give or take 18, I'm taking that every week before I'm looking for my insurance. I, I would say this. I would definitely take a backup quarterback. Before I take a tight end, because I never take one of the top three tight ends, and basically after them they're all flex plays. So may, yes, maybe eight nine. I'd I'd probably be thinking backup quarterback. Who knows if a lot of other people are going to have the same mentality, you know? But. If my starting lineup is set, I mean, whatever on a kicker, whatever on whatever on defense, I'd I'd, I'd rather have my backup tight end, my backup quarterback, you know, instead of instead of getting oh I don't a, know, a tight end that I don't care about Gardner, no, instead of getting Gardner Minshew as my backup quarterback mm. in like the fifteenth round, yeah, I would rather you know. draft. I'd rather draft a rookie. I'd rather draft a rookie. Oh, rookie. (laughs) I'd rather grab my rookie running back, rookie receiver. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, how many guys guys are you dropping that you've taken 10th, 11th, 12th round? You know, give them three, four weeks, guys. Done nothing. Done nothing. Correct. You know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's where we'll wrap up uh, Fantasy Football Championship Sunday. Uh, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, me and Craig yes. will uh, dance for a championship. Uh, I'm hoping yes, that I will. can 
I'm hoping that I can walk out with a championship uh, with a trophy that stands by about yay by about yay, and I can put another plaque that says my oh, for the Dynasty League. Um, you know, because um, the goal is to fill that fucker up as quickly as I can, like it's the fucking Stanley Cup in the fucking early 60s. Uh, <laughs> um, the more I get my name on that trophy, the better uh, for me. Um, and then obviously we, we dance in the Venmo league. Uh, yep. good luck in the vampire league. Hopefully I can Thank take you. third place in that. Thank you. Um, cause we're no chop in the there. vampire league. We're playing for six and four. No, nah, me and Ryan talked about that earlier. No chance. I wouldn't have no. it either. But I, he talked to me today. <laughs> me and <laughs> damn allergies. Me and Ryan <laughs> are playing in the, um, third place game in, uh, our mm-hmm. remedial league. Mm-hmm. Um, we both ran into buzz saws in the uh, semis. Yeah, I got crushed. He got crushed. Um, <clears throat> so we're playing. Uh, we're playing in third place. So good luck, Ryan. We'll be talking shit this week. And uh, yeah, two championships I'm playing for, and uh, one third place. I was in. What did I start? Six leagues this year. Those three. Yours, yep. The guillotine. What was the other league I was in? Wait a minute. Oh, the dynasty league. I'm. Uh, yeah, did nothing good. I oh, that, oh, oh, that one. Yeah, that's. I donated another five hundred to you, buddy. Dynasty, yeah. Billy's. Vampire, my league. Uh, that's four leagues. I'm playing in two title games. I have a third place opportunity. Uh, are you playing one. Teddy so, for third? Are you playing Teddy for third in your league? No, I, I didn't make the playoffs in my league. Who's in the? Uh, it's Billy said Thompson he's in the versus Thompson. He plays Thompson. Oh, okay. And who's Teddy playing? I'm gonna go look right now. Jake. Okay. What's third place in yours? 200. Yeah. I, I just, I, I didn't get it. And I said it, you know, a few weeks ago when we went over uh, Brandon's house, mm-hmm. we're like, what are the payouts? Oh, third gets 600. What? Buddy, we paid $300 to play in this league. Yeah. 50, 30, 20. What do you give third place six hundred dollars? Uh, if anything, if, you, if anything, if you finished third place in my league, you made fifty bucks. That's what I'm saying. Give him a hundred on top. Now I'm playing for this, and me and Ryan are chopping it anyway. You know, I believe in karma. We've done this before in the past. I, yeah. You know, if I was playing, like if I was playing Teddy, and all no. the shit talking, zero chance. Zero chance. I'm chopping it. So, <clears throat> but um. Yeah, I it should always be top heavy. These guys at work. Oh yeah, I'm in a three hundred dollar league, but we pay out points, we pay out this every week. Why? Oh yeah, well, the, you know, the only points. Do the only thing is for a thousand dollars. I mean, I might consider dollars. I might consider I that. Listen, I don't league. mind I don't mind doing stuff like that. 
but if you're you're if you're playing for two hundred or three hundred, mm. you're not playing for much in the finals because if, if what are you going to do? You're going to take out twenty five dollars a week. There's fourteen regular season weeks, mm-hmm. so that's uh, what three hundred? No, three fifty. Three fifty out of your three thousand dollar prize pool. That's your third place. So now first and second place have to give money to third place so third place can make money and then some. So what do you give third see, place? 400? See, Hold this on. is So let's say okay. you got 350, right? And you have four. So that's 750 out of so that leaves 2300 between first and uh, between first and second. All right, I guess you look at it that way. It's not so bad. So I'm actually in the in the the new dynasty league. If we stay with eight teams, mm-hmm. and we do two hundred a team, it's sixteen hundred. I only want to play. I only want to pay first and second. Four make the playoffs. Four make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're only playing first and second. Increase if you can if you gradually increase the buy-ins, you pay third. Correct. Correct. As you gradually increase the buy-ins. But I'm sure if you're doing eight teams, you could probably get people to pay more money because they know how much better their teams are going to be. It depends. That's why we're going to leave it up to debate because I'm going to open it to all 10 teams that are in the league and see if anybody wants in or out. Because if I if all ten of us want to do it, then it's going to be hard to be like, okay, well, you two have to pair up, and you two have to pair up. So, we'll 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 cross the bridge. Well, here's the thing: <clears throat> me, you, Ryan, mm-hmm. Billy, mm-hmm. Billy said he's in. Um, I don't know about Thompson. I don't Brandon, think Bavosa. Brandon will probably play. And he'll split it. That's what I'm saying. So that's five. But I I don't think Bavosa wants to do much more next year. I don't know if Probably. Nate's going to want to do it next year. So those could be two right there that are just gone. And then Thompson, Thompson's I, I, a question mark. I Teddy. would just send it out thinking of doing a dynasty, not sure how many teams, who would, you know, who's interested. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll throw a text out this weekend after or during – because I want this season to end first and then sure. cross the bridge. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. All right. That's this week's right, show, cool. guys. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll talk uh, finals and the final seat, the final week of the season. Oh, look. Uh, he's we'll got balloons in the house. Balloons. I have nothing. Yay. Uh, thumbs up. Yay. All right. Good luck, everybody, this week. And we'll see you guys next week. Good luck, right guys. On the FKC Fantasy Hour.